Over it goes to Willie. Back it comes to Giordano. Giordano shot. Scores! Scores! Mark Giordano scoring! The pass off the wing and the shot from the blue line was deflected right at the goal. But the Leafs win it in overtime. Welcome back to the Leafs cast where, ladies and gentlemen, it was four to one. <laughs> it was four one. This something team. Ab- something about that score will just always ring true with this franchise. My my date might be wrong. Uh, uh, for all I know, it's ten years since the original. It was four to one with that brutal loss against Boston. And really, when you think about it, ten years ago, I mean, some of these Maple Leaf stars weren't even born. <laughs> Nobody remembers it except for us. But it was 4-1. And tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning were up 4-1, heading into the third period where my friends, Lance and Emily, uh, uh, God bless them, they said, can you score 10 or three goals in, in like 10 <laughs> minutes? Can you? Oh, you can. You could score it in six minutes, 20 seconds. And the Maple Leafs did to tie the game and win it in overtime with Alex Kerfoot's heroics. Oh my god. We all we all predicted that, right? We all had Kerfoot penciled in as the OT winner. Oh man. Kerfoot I think was involved in more trades away from the Maple Leafs than anyone <laughs> else this year. And here he is, biggest goal of his career. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we did not deserve to win this game. I was so angry after two periods and my mind is just like blown. Blown. We did it. The power play which couldn't do anything for two periods came through what let's came talk through. about it for a little bit because i i agree tim we did not deserve to win this game however i do think we deserve to tie this game the way that the leaves played in the last 10 minutes i don't know what tampa was doing maybe they thought that boston's the only team who can get the 4-1 comeback with 10 minutes to go mm-hmm. but they were turtling so hard i think they only sent one guy into four check for the last 10 minutes of the game and they just sat back and let us into the game. We had nothing going for 50 minutes of that game. We couldn't get a four check going. We couldn't get established time of the race going. We couldn't get the puck to the center of the, in front of Vasilevsky. We just couldn't do anything. And then Tampa just decided to sit back and think this is going to be a cakewalk props to the Leafs for not going away. You know, they saw Edmonton just do it the night before you got big guns like that. You can come back in a game like this. And on the back of Austin Matthews, we got there. Man, Austin Matthews, first goal doing it himself with the classic wrister. And then, I mean, I went the second, the next Matthews goal was like the perfect tip. I had to go make sure that they weren't just showing a replay of the game before where he, or two games before, whenever it was that he did the exact same play where he just tips it enough. Um, And from there, like the Le- the Leafs are rolling. And like, I think it was what, a minute or two after that, like Tampa was just, they look shell-shocked. For, mm. for 50 minutes of the game, the Leafs looked like they're playing peewee hockey. Like, no intensity. No, like, ability to make a pass. No looked speed. like we just mailed in the game. It was infuriating. Yeah. But then sure. it wasn't. I'm taking off my hat. I'm so hot. I'm so <laughs> hot. <laughs> I was hot at the Maple Leafs during that. No, you're totally right. It was like... Uh, the stuff we talked about at the end of last game where it's like, all right, these keys to the game for the next one, let's start off with some speed and let's like, you know, have some confidence with the puck. And it was just like absolutely nothing stuck in the mud. Um, two power plays, completely atrocious. But I honestly, um, 
If, if the score was worse than four to one, I'd be getting pretty nervous. I knew, I knew the Leafs just needed one good period because they've given us that in, I don't know, I guess almost every single game, right? Like you get that one period where the boys can get going. And as long as yeah. Sammy smiles and I don't know, whoever else, you know, was able to keep us in it. I knew that the Leafs had a chance, um, because they're not, they're not the old Leafs. They're not the old, it was four, it was four, one Leafs. Um, these guys have just a different level of confidence. Um, and, and they're rewarded tonight. I mean, like, it's just like, I don't know every, it's all, it's all new territory. This is all just brand new territory for us. I mean, they showed, they showed a stat that given the opportunity to, to take the lead in the series after having won the last game or putting it like that, it was maybe a little selective, but the Leafs had basically won two games in the series one out of 18 tries, they had one win and 17 losses when the chance to go up by two games in the series. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then like looking at that at tonight's game, it's like I was totally ready to throw in the, t- the towel. You have far more faith than I do, Steve. No, well, I was what's, hard ab- what's hard about it is the Leafs have arguably been the better team in one out of four games so far. They were definitely not the better team in game one. Game two, it was questionable at best. I would say that they were, sorry, game two, we were better. I meant game three, questionable at best. And then there was this game. And if I'm Tampa, I'm thinking like, if Vasilevsky was putting up his standard, even like 9, 10, 9, 15 save percentage, which is below what he usually does in the playoffs, Tampa would be the one who's ahead three to one in this series right now. Not, not Toronto up three to one. So it, it's tough. You know, we feel great. Like Tim, you just said it. We did this for the first time in 19 tries or whatever it is to, to get a two goal, two game lead in a series. It never happens. We now we have the chance to put it away at home and then the next game and then th- game seven, if needed, like the, the series is in our hands here, but I can't say that I have the utmost faith because I don't think we've been deserving of these wins that we're getting. We're not, we haven't been the better team. It's been, uh, I mean, if you'd have, if you'd have given me the option of saying, would you rather deserve to lose each game, but win versus deserve to win, but lose, which one would you rather watch? I would say winning is nice, but then experiencing it, it's like, that is not good for my health. (laughs) I don't know. I, 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 I don't like though, just saying here, like the Leafs are worse. They're playing worse than the lightning. They don't deserve like. It, I I really feel like if the Leafs didn't deserve to win any of these games, they just wouldn't have. Like the Leafs, we've got a two overtimes and the Leafs stole both of them, right? And they've turned it on at the times that they needed to. Like tonight, I I was confident they were going to turn it on when they needed to. Austin Matthews, like Austin Matthews, looked great all night. Like so, I don't know why you would have no faith that Austin Matthews wouldn't get rewarded with at least one goal uh, in the game. He had seven shots on goal. We were down like, by three. Yeah, it's three goals, Tim. It's not it's not yeah, seven period. goals. It's three goals. We haven't done this. Is our first three goal three goal comeback in the playoffs in thirty years since nineteen ninety three. Stevens over here saying, "Yeah, father scored the goal." Wait, 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 wait. Give me that one more time. Nineteen ninety three, the playoffs. The clip of Felino's father playing for Leafs, jumping up and down. That was after the three, the comeback. Oh, I I remember that. Yeah, when I was. Four months old. I remember that one. 
give me a break. <laughs> Don't tell me that, like, oh, obviously we're going to have this historic comeback. I mean, I spent half of the third period coming up with my essay of things I was going to blast the least for about this horrible power play. Pylon penalty kill. And then the Lisa said, ah, joke's on you. I don't you think that that essay is garbage now, though, Tim. Like, it, it's they still sucked for 50 minutes of this game. They still deservedly were losing by a score of 4-1 to one 50 minutes into this game. That wasn't, like, it's not like that's an unfair representation of how the game was going. It was really closer, but they got a few lucky bounces. No, we deserve to be losing 4-1. to one. Our power play was so bad now we ended up getting two power play goals at the end there so by the end of the game it evened out but but it doesn't matter like the our power play early was so bad it didn't give us any momentum our penalty kill was just to be said it when we were watching it was just pylons standing around letting them do whatever they wanted we could same as last game couldn't get it out of our end we looked super slow super tough in the corners getting the puck out i i think these are all very very much still problems that need to be addressed if we're going to win one of the next three games. I, it, these we we won the last two. You're right, Stephen. We won the last two. We stole them in overtime. I think if you simulated these games a thousand times, we're winning like 200 of them and losing 800 of them. And sure enough, we got lucky. We won these two, but it's it's not sustainable. This isn't how you win consistently in the playoffs. Apparently, Tampa was up to a 98.6% chance to win, is what the, the, the betting guys were saying at the... <laughs> okay, it was, so it was just me. It, it was, was just you. Just... Steve, you should have put your money where your mouth was, and you'd be a millionaire. It was right. just me. I'm going to be a millionaire for a lot of other reasons. All right? I got a lot more opportunities to bet on this team. Um... <laughs> I was just the only one. I don't know. Was I crazy? I was seriously sitting in my living room like, we just need one period. It was only three goals. I don't know. Like, um, I, I were, were you guys saying the power play? Like, you're acting like the power play was atrocious and we're going to lose games because of it. Like, now, the Leafs power play is probably clipping at like 30, 35% for the series. The, the difference I saw in why the Leafs power play was not working was more of a credit to Tampa and their penalty kill adjusting and flooding straight to the def- like, like the Leafs often send that puck straight back to the defenseman and get resettled in. And every time the Leafs would do that, Tampa was sending one guy there immediately to meet Riley Giordano, whoever who would be forced to make a mis- uh, make a pass and would en- end up being an error, right? Like it was that. And then they were just doing a lot better job kind of crowding the line to make the zone entries more difficult. Like it, and I, I can't pretend that like I was, tracking like if the Leafs were adjusting their strategy for the two power plays that work but like I didn't look at it like oh yeah the the Leafs power play is just never going to score again they they went 50% tonight why are you guys not like they because went 50% Steven, here's, here's the tonight thing. power plays that don't score goals do one of two things they either gain momentum for the team that was on the power play because they cycled and they got great chances and they dominated them the whole time and they got some some good pushes and now the power plays over and they're able to build off that and continue that's option a option b is the power play was not even able to enter the zone they did 17 drop back passes and were denied at the blue line every single time nothing happened for two minutes the defending team feels great about themselves now their stars come on the ice and flood the pressure back the other way and that's what happened to us like two or three times in the first two periods is our power play had nothing going that's why we couldn't get anything going. We had no momentum. We couldn't get a spark. You you can see what this team does with a spark. 
You're not crazy for believing that this team could come back in the third period, Stephen. It just happened. But it could have come back a lot sooner if they got something going in the first or second period. It wasn't until 10 minutes left of the game where Tampa basically decided that they were just going to play defense for the rest of it, not try to generate offense anymore. That the Leafs finally were able to like push and get something going. And you could feel the momentum building on itself. That doesn't have to happen 10 minutes left of the game. And the Leafs kind of just didn't take advantage of the opportunities they have. Power plays are sometimes few and far between. You don't know when you're going to get that much open ice. And they failed to do anything with them. And then you could see the direct result of Tampa flying back at them the following shift. The zone entries were concerning for the original part. Like, I think that was the part that we were struggling with the most. Like, once we got it in the zone, I mean, it was still kind of hit or miss. But those early power plays, a lot was missed with the, the zone entries. But, I mean... It all depends on what you want to focus on this game. Cause like we always talk about these Leafs of like weak mental fortitude. They, they crumble under pressure. Give them credit. They turned it around when, the, when the, like, the going got tough, they backs against the wall. They turned around. They didn't give up. Two thirds of the fans may have given up. Everyone, but Steven may have given up, <laughs> but they didn't give up. And, and like that, I don't know what, what it was that Keith told them on, in the, the second intermission. I'm, hopefully it comes out. Maybe it's Ryan O'Reilly that gave a rousing speech. Maybe they listened to episodes of the Leafs cast. I don't know. Please tell us if uh, if so. They like um, Steven the best, I bet. Well, definitely. He compliments all their facial hair. Um, and and they got it done. We're talking about the Leafs right now. I'll get into the facial hair in a minute. Give me a break. <laughs> and they got it done I, I mean, right. like, well let's let's talk about how they got it done because the, the last 10 minutes of the game is what the Leafs need to do basically for 60 minutes the following game so what what was it that allowed us to be that dangerous and that we could replicate in the following game what do you, what do you think Steven I, I, I would say like puck battle is the biggest one for me yeah they it, um, it felt like the uh, a big factor of why the Leafs had nothing going is every single puck battle they lost. I think they lost every puck battle for the first forty minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I it's I, I'm trying to think back on the game at like what specifically started happening that was making it work for the Leafs. I mean, um, it, it it's obvious though. You look at the goals scored tonight and a handful of the goals scored in this series. A hole on Tampa's defensive strategy is that when these defensemen have an opportunity to let it rip, right? I mean, we're tipping these pucks and like they're giving them the space to let it rip. Um, and 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 you wonder if like this is something that they're gonna do going forward. I'm just talking about the plays that resulted in goals, right? But Austin Matthews' second goal and the overtime winner by Alex Kerfoot were a, the same play. And the uh, uh, a couple goals from last or, or um, Saturday night. I mean, this is something that like we'll see if John Cooper can like somehow address it. But if you can find a way to gain the zone, sending it back to the D man and, and getting a shot off, especially if it's Morgan Riley, my goodness, um, they'll find a way to get it through and it's, it's going into the net. It definitely uh, seems like that's the way to beat Vasilevsky right now. It, it's the shot through traffic, take away his eyes, get the late tip. That's a tough goal to score, but man, Matthews does it again. That tipped goal that he scores. It's just like, 
makes it look so easy. I don't know how he does that. And, and even Kerfoot gets the tip. And our, our game tying goal. You're right, Stephen. Morgan Riley shot from the point and it just sails on through. So I think that is the way to beat Vasilevsky. And yeah, I, I, I think zone entries are so big. We had such a hard time getting into their end either getting it deep and winning the puck battle or just getting a rush like Tampa doesn't give a lot up we really got to fight for those and be smart with our passes that's another thing super sloppy passes for a lot of the game and obviously that was cleaned up by the end of it there but that that works both ways that's how to generate offense and how to get it out of your own end you can't keep with these passes to the feed or passes a little out of reach you got to be crisp and sharp I I, I think one guy we haven't talked about though who maybe isn't uh, didn't uh, factor into the last 10 minutes of the game, but did factor into us only being down by three is Ilya Samsonov. That guy locked it down when he needed to granted the, like the fourth goal, maybe not the best to be letting in. Like yeah. I was saying like that was one you needed a save to keep the team in it, but he made so many key saves when he needed to. Um, I was, I mean, over, overall, I mean, I think it was in the first period where I forget if we were down two, nothing or three, nothing at that point, but they were, we easily could have down been down by more. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have like, it wasn't a perfect game, but then like, yeah, you're not going to fault him on the, the puck off of a uh, uh, Stamkos's skate and Tampa does a really great job at taking away his eyes. I mean, I get stressed when they do the exact thing I'm talking about, right? Where they're taking away his eyes and they set it back to the D man. It's just like. Oh, please, please be able to see it. But that third period, I mean, that's this is part of why I felt like the Leafs had a chance to win it. He looked so dialed. He was he was yeah. exactly in line of where the puck was every time it was in our zone. And uh, um, I I don't want to admit it. I'm going to admit it. In the second period, after that fourth goal, I questioned if the Leafs should make a goaltender change mid-game. Not because Ilya Samsonov was playing horribly, but I felt like you would watch the Edmonton highlights last night. Well, I felt like <laughs> is a goalie change, something that's going to spark this team, right? Like, is that, is that something that Keith would consider doing? Uh, I'm glad I they did. If we had, uh, if we had Matt Murray on the bench, I think it might be more tempting, but to pull the guy and put in Joseph wall, even though we all love Joseph wall and we think he's great. That that's a little extreme. It's only if the game's out of hands, like it was in, in game one that I think you're going to see something like that. <sighs> wow. Wow. Didn't bring it up, but that was a sweet play by um, Ryan O'Reilly for our first goal of the game. He he just single-handedly takes it away with the, the back check to keep it in the end. And is it Noel Achari who scored? I think it was. Yeah, Achari yeah. who uh, who ends up getting the goal there. And you love and, I mean, it. and Ryan O'Reilly factored into our tying goal as well. Like that guy. The factor? Unbelievable. What was it? You're talking about uh, the yeah. factor, Ryan O'Reilly, the, the factor, factor. the clutch factor. That's his nickname. We keep bringing man. up how um, how important these offensive zone faceoffs are. Like it's how we t- tied the game back to back games. Now is you get a faceoff win from Ryan O'Reilly, get it back to the point, and blast it home. So that, that's it's been such a huge thing. And I guess a big part of that is probably the struggles that we've had gaining the zone, either on a rush chance or winning the battle in the corner so when you can get that off of a face-off win because our guys are top-notch in the league at that face especially o'reilly and tavares and mm-hmm. it's uh it's like a free zone entry and then we're able to cycle and get something going so it's it's all good stuff what a signing that guy has been or what a trade sorry that guy has been i mean 
I hope it's a signing too. He's just been he's been exactly what the Leafs have needed. Like yeah, and especially since bumping him down to that third line, he's just the guy's money. He's money, and he never looks rattled like me in these games. He's never rattled. We are he very knew, rattled. He knew the Leaf was gonna win. The Leafs. The yeah, Leafs. I mean like. Ugh. Props again to Kyle Dubas. Like you look at Ryan O'Reilly and the impact that he's had. Noel Achari, I think he's led our like team in hits and like half, yep. or at least the forwards in hits. Like his presence yeah. is felt. Jake McCabe locking it down for the most part. Um, certainly, like I couldn't I even imagine, imagine this blue line without McCabe. Like that. No, like you imagine having a Gustafson or like I mean Lilligren took a bit of a downturn. Yeah. Uh, after the trade deadline, but even like. Peak Logan isn't something that brings the dynamic that McCabe has brought. Um, okay, well, let's talk and, about that for a second. I, I was going to bring this up a little later, but you're talking about it now, so let, let's talk about it. Because I'm thinking about, we have game five coming up. We have game six if needed, seven if needed. I don't love the way the Leafs have been playing the past while now, in the past couple games and throughout the whole series. I, I think that if I were to boil it down to one thing, we look slow. We look slow. We're the second player to the puck. We have sh- tough time keeping up with the rush changes that Tampa's given up here. And I'm not convinced that this is what I want the Leafs to do. But tell me what you think of this. What do you think about taking out Luke Shen and putting in Timothy Lilligren? Ridiculous. Is it? Because I'm thinking about what this team has done. And I, I I think Luke Shen has been great. And I think he brings something that our team doesn't quite have that level of physicality if Luke Shen wasn't there. He brings something unique to the table. But do I want that physicality or do I want a little bit more speed and zap that someone like Lilligren can bring? And I've been enjoying Luke Shen up till now, but that's two games in a row that we've looked vastly slower than the other team. And I'm wondering if that's a change that might might benefit us. What do you think, Steven? Do you want to shoot Ryan down or do you want me to shoot him down? Uh, Tim, you've been doing it for a couple decades now, at least. I'll I'll let you take the lead here. I, no, Ryan, I think, I think Luke that's kind Shen of ridiculous. Has been, yeah, go ahead, I think I think so. Luke Shen has been one of the most dependable defensemen out there. As far as like, yes, I know he doesn't, You're not. he's not going to deke out the team. Yes, if he's come, going back on a two-on-one, I don't, he's no TJ Brody, he's not going to outskate them to the puck. But, is he someone who can clear the front of the net? Absolutely. Is he someone that looks composed? Like, actually, like, when he's out there late in the game, he's going to make the play. He's not going to get frazzled and running, running around the ice and, and losing his guy. Like, Luke okay, Shen hey, so, does so that's what he fine, needs to Tim. do. I, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I, I'm a big Luke Shen fan. I think he's much better than I was expecting him to be. But I don't think that it's appropriate to just go into the next game and hope it's different because we've seen it in back-to-back games now i'm fully expecting it to be like that when we go back for game five so what's your solution changing out a number six defenseman is not going to change whether your team looks fast or slow i I disagree shen looked really slow tim yeah but like yeah but that's not the pace of play that's not the pace of play he's not a driver you don't the lilligren's not going to change whether he's a driver or not you need the players to say like this is how you you go. This is how you play the game. You like you have to want it. 
changing one guy out like that is not going to change the players, whether they want it, whether they are going to be going into the corner and fighting for that puck, whether they're going to be like passing the puck. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even say like, no, slow is the right term. I think it's absolutely the right term. We were so slow, Tim. We were, you're slow because you're passing into people's feet. Uh, Like as soon as you pass that, the the play stops. They boggle it. The second player to the puck going up the ice. No, Luke Shen, you were absolutely wrong. Luke Listen, Shen, I'm not, the- I'm not saying I want Luke Shen out. I want Timothy Lilligren. I'm saying I'm looking for solutions here because to me, it's obvious that we're the slower team and taking out our slowest player and replacing him with one of our quicker defensemen. I don't understand how you say that doesn't matter. Steve, well, here's the talk. thing. Tim, Tim, Tim game- gets carried away. Steven talks though. <laughs> Michael Bunting. We haven't talked about Michael Bunting. No, 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 no. Steven, tell me. It's Sheldon Keefe to me. If if the Leafs had lost this game, I'd be on here screaming about how Sheldon Keefe isn't isn't capable of motivating these twelve forwards to get off their butt and be stronger on the forecheck and hold the the puck into the zone. When you talk about the aspects of like the Leafs look slow, you're right. But the reasons why they look slow, I think, is because the forwards are are the second ones to the puck, and they're the ones that like once if we get the dump, they're not there on the chase. Or if they get there on the chase, they lose it once the guy comes. The second guy gets there. It's 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 the forwards to me that their speed's going to impact the game a lot more. I. I but it it is concerning that there's two games in a row now in Toronto they didn't look this way I don't know maybe it's getting back into their bed that the Florida water might be rough on them it's an interesting state you guys haven't spent as much time there as me um I but I I, I think it's Keith get off your butt like or, or or telling them to get off their butt get out there it's John Tavares it's it's the the leadership of this team um. And you can't pull Luke Shen out. Absolutely not. Some of these games, especially like the game on Saturday, so violent, terrifying. And the guy that's not scared is Luke Shen. Like he's not, he, he's, these guys are getting up at his face, getting up at his teammates face. He's fighting people. He's downing guys. Um, I think that that kind of stuff's important. And like the leadership, I don't know. I, and you just don't change things after an L or after a W. I don't think you change, you don't change roster players after a W. Well, I think we're going to have to, change it that's the next 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 question michael bunting has served his three-game suspension his prison sentence his prison sentence from george peros well we won't get started in george peros i actually don't have too much to say about the refs tonight anyways uh we can't i think he's i think he comes in once someone has to come out i it's gonna be a forward that comes out most likely <laughs> we're going 13 and 5 um i I, no one really jumps out to me saying this is the guy that comes out. Matthew Nyes, I'm I'm, I'm gonna admit it. I was wrong. Matthew Nyes is staying in this lineup. Sorry, let me it's- clip that. Let me clip that. <laughs> Take your time here, Tim. Say that one more time. Matthew Nyes is staying in the playoff lineup because he's making an impact. Thank you. That's my new ringtone. Okay, continue. All right. I'll admit it. Uh, I think someone on that fourth line uh, is coming out. I think it's either Zach Aston Reese or, or Sam Lafferty. I haven't looked at the detailed stats between the two of them. Um, our fourth line, in my opinion, has been consistently outplayed, at least in these past three games. Um, it needs a change. I'm not sure. I think I don't know where Bunting slots in. I I think it's above the fourth line. Um, but it'll be good to have some new blood on that fourth line. Well, we, 
we don't know though what the lines will be at all so so you know coming into this game we have the same lineup as the game on saturday night uh and midway through the game when things weren't working uh keith had moved nylander up to the top line with yarn crook and matthews and then the second line was nice to varus marner third line achari o'reilly and kerfoot so like I, I think you have an opportunity. Even though Kerfoot scored a wonderful goal tonight, thank you to Alex Kerfoot and the Kerfoot family. Um, I could see him getting bumped and putting him on the third line with Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, I thought you meant bumped out of the lineup. I'm like, are you kidding? No, me? I'm not. No, no, I will no longer. No, wait, back to the ooh, back to the ooh. I will no longer remove Alex Kerfoot from the Maple Leafs lineup for the remainder hey, of the 2023 NHL playoffs. <laughs> So sorry, um, Steven, who are you bumping out of here? I would oh oh sorry. I would bump Lafferty, I think. Uh and I would take uh or put put bunting on that third line, Kerfoot on the fourth line with Zach Aston Reese and uh David Camp. Who, by the way, Tim, you're disrespecting that fourth line. In a period of the game where the Leafs had nothing going on, the fourth line had a sustained offensive zone pressure over um uh uh over Tampa. It, their first line. Their first line. I mean, it, it was uh, it was they were in the zone. I do concede that. Whether it was dangerous, I don't know. About, <laughs> that might be a stretch. But they were indeed in the zone, which was you know when you have literally nothing for forty minutes. There's literally the fact is like, hey, it's over Tampa's blue line. This is a win. Zach Astor is always um, dangerous. I do agree with you, Tim. I I didn't think so after Game Two when we were the greatest team ever assembled, but. After the past two games, I I do think that this team could use Bunting coming in, if nothing else, just as a, a spark for the team, I guess. Like, he is that kind of player that gets the team going. I tell you, though, if he does something stupid, I'm I'm out of here. But uh, I, I think he comes right back in and he goes right back on that top line with Matthews Barner. I think Keith goes back to that because before Bunting got out, he looked fine when he was with those guys up there. So, like, they were our best line in game one. So I think we do go back to Bunting, Matthews Marner. The second line is a little more interesting because Yarncrook hasn't spent as much time up there. I don't think that we're going to see O'Reilly go back to the second line. I think that we like him as third line center. Um, so whether Nye stays up there or Yarncrook goes up there, I don't think Kerfoot will be up there. Although it would be interesting to see a third line of O'Reilly, Nyes, and uh, Yarncrook. So oh, Yarncrook, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think that Lafferty ends up getting the the boot. I'm with you, Steven. I think it's kind of a toss-up between him and Austin Reese. I don't think either have been in particularly great, which is really disappointing, right? Like, we, we were really excited for that fourth line. It was the best fourth line that we've had in, like, 50 years or something. So it's, it's disappointing and they've just they haven't been able to get been outplayed going. whenever they're out there by Tampa's infuriating fourth line of pests and goons. Yeah. Except for that one shift with sustained offensive pressure against Tampa's first line. I'm actually getting that tattooed on my body. Um, Just that, that sentence there. Um, Well, well, I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's crazy though, how much better nice makes you feel about the top nine, right? That like so many different combinations look great with him. He's it's crazy. Cause even in the part of the game where he was bumped up to the second line, he looked like the best player on the second line too. Like he looked like, he was the one that was uh, uh, making the plays over uh, Tavares, and and obviously Marner still had a good game, but especially over but Tavares, like, it was like it's nice. so it's so clear to me. He looks like the best player because he's fast. 
because he <laughs> moves. No one else on our team moves. And you're like, we're dead without Luke Shed. The guy's a boulder. Anyway, I'm over it. We'll move on to the next <laughs> He's thing. a boulder. But you guys Ryan are crazy. Is mad after the Leafs are up 3 1 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I literally won't I am have bad. it. I literally no, listen, won't you, have you it. You can't look at these games and be comfortable with the Leafs. Listen. Right. We have higher aspirations than just the Leafs winning a playoff round this year. We want them to go deep. And if the Leafs play this way, they could get another lucky win on Thursday and beat Tampa and get out of the first round. Whoop-de-doo. You aren't going anywhere against Boston playing like they have this round. Not even close. Ryan, if people want to listen for negativity, then go listen to the Leaf Report. <laughs> That's why they come listen to us. I just can't believe how, like, frustrated and upset you are with like the team i get it that they're slow but they weren't we slow were in toronto dying. get them back in their own minutes. beds get them back in their own <laughs> beds get them a harvey's burger or whatever they're yes. up to some, some i tim did Hortons. laugh at kyle dubas bringing the tim hortons cup with him to tampa bay <laughs> like where'd he get that thing from i didn't even see that that's so funny he gets it flown <laughs> yeah, in funny. that's what michael bunting <laughs> is tasked with doing like you're gonna drive you're going to drive me down right. a cup of, of Tim Hortons double-double. I'm paying you 900000 and you're not doing anything on the ice. So this is oh how gosh. you're going to earn your paycheck. Well, oh, I'm man. just I, – I, maybe I'm crazy. I'm happy. I'm just happy that the Maple Leafs have won. They've won – they just won three playoff games in a row, stealing both of them in Tampa, where, by the way, they sit on chairs – outside yeah that arena. makes me angry they those fans don't deserve it you're sitting down you're sitting down i haven't sat in a week and a half are you kidding me well and i feel bad for him too because i mean it's the last home game of the tampa bay playoffs too so Ooh. frustrating for them um, is that is that your official prediction game five win at home on thursday luke shen with four goals as well <laughs> and then he comes home and pees on ryan's front yard Hey, I, I'd forgive him. You could play the soundbite, and I'd forgive Luke Shad if he has a standout game at Game 5. I see no reason why uh, Michael Bunting, who's got speed coming back into the lineup, cannot. The Leafs, the, I think the Leafs are taking care of this one. In Toronto, at the bank, Wednesday night, right? Is it Wednesday night? Thursday, Thursday. night. What, we get, we get extra days? Extra days. Wow. Travel day. <laughs> this is a big shift. I had completely planned my life around uh, the fact they were playing Wednesday, Friday. I got to cancel some stuff. Anyway, um, Thursday night, uh, I thought Ryan was wrong and I was just going to let it slide. I was like, oh, Ryan doesn't have the schedule. <laughs> I do. I'm smarter than him. No, Whoops. I am not. <laughs> Dude. It's late. Man, I would love if we, if we, if we had, if we won on Thursday, it would just like make my life way much easier and less stressful i i'm not quite as confident i think i don't know th this is this is the game that's either like is this the one that breaks tampa's fortitude like it's gotta it's gotta cut cut you to the quick to blow that kind of lead or do they bounce back i don't know i don't think they've ever lost a series four to one in this run that they've been doing i don't i don't think they'll <laughs> four one it those just, two numbers it would put <laughs> everything away like if the leafs lose game five and then it has to go back to tampa and you have to win this game. Otherwise, it's going to game seven. Then it's the Leafs in game seven. Like, it's, I I think it's paramount that they win on Thursday. It's just everything. It would put so much to bed. Ryan O'Reilly, 
he I put all my faith in Ryan O'Reilly. He's the guy who's going to deliver us to the promised land. My favorite Ryan. <laughs> my favorite Ryan. It's uh, Morgan Riley. He's just channeling all the flack he got during the season for only being offensive and being one from us, not number one guy. Well, us to steal, but to steal a, a term from I don't know whatever it was one or two seasons ago now. Killer instinct. It takes killer instinct to close this game out on Thursday, right? Because um, I could look at it and say like, man, the Leafs just got to win one of the next three, right? And two of them are at home. But I want, yeah. I want the next one. Kill them, yeah. like because because the Leafs just won two games where they didn't play their best, right? Nope. We're due. We're due up for a game where we do play our best. At yeah. home, bunting back in the lineup, Bieber probably in the building, maybe Tim in go. the building. His finances are a mystery these days. Um, and let's take care of business here. I kind of laugh because we just d- design or aim to have like these little short podcasts for game reactions afterwards. And here <laughs> we are, at, you know, 36, 36, 37 minutes. But we had basically two games to talk about tonight, the way the Leafs showed up. Well, there's so much uh, to talk. Like, it's if the Leafs just came out and dominated like they did in game two, there's not as much to talk about. There's just so much to pull away from a game like this. You're right. It's basically two different Leafs teams we're talking about here. The one, the one thing that I would say that gives me a lot of confidence is this year more than any other year under the, you know, this core is that core is delivering in the playoffs. Mitch Marner has like a 10 points career year in terms of playoff production this year i think is like eight points or no, nine t- ten points, points or now ten points ten in, in points games. for mitch marner austin matthews gets another two goals tonight he's up to three on the series Tavares already had a hat trick o'reilly's doing his thing nylander gets like a point or two every single game riley riley is it's just like all of the stars all of the the, the players who you say the leafs are one of the elite teams in the league because they have these six players, all of them are delivering, at least production-wise so far. We haven't had that. It's usually like, well, thank goodness we got our two goals from Jason Spezza so we could stay alive for the next game. Like, it's different this year. Well, and, and almost more importantly than that, the fourth line had a sustained pressure in the offensive zone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's and Tim's right. trying to take him out of the lineup. <laughs> get him out of here um all right wait, thursday night no Go Tim, check your calendars i want to do listen to Steven. can we do uh angry tampa bay fan uh messages again do it <laughs> what do they have to say there's really good ones this time uh lamau what happened we turned into the leafs uh <laughs> might as well put elliot in the next game can't play any worse Ooh. than vassy these playoffs Oh, um, they're panicking. So some of these are funny because I don't know if they know the joke. It was four to one. What are we doing? Um, I like this one. They don't never even post again. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, this is a Leafs fan going rogue. Your poverty. This might be Tim. Your poverty franchise just gave up a three goal lead to the Leafs. Five picks for Tanner Janot. Let's go, boys. Let's your go, po- boys. Your poverty franchise. That's just me. Uh, no way it's tied. Tampa belongs to Toronto. It was four to one and it's it gone. Was four one. Uh, it was four couple... one is all you need. End on that. It was right. four one. 
the Leafs and we won back and won the game to take a three to one series lead. How about that? The Tanner See you Thursday. Tim's hatred of Tanner Janot has has spread to me. It's like a virus. It's like I hate the guy too now for the trade that we didn't even make. The trade. What a what a bum. <laughs> Send him home. Thursday He's night. In a poverty what? franchise where they sit, learn to stand, disrespectful.